We are a caring community dedicated to the success and well-being of all. This is MLSD version 2.0, a podcast for the staff of the Moses Lake School District filled with important information to keep you informed. How I Know All is Right, MLSD version 2.0, episode 2, September 2020. Welcome back to the latest episode of MLSD version 2.0, a podcast for the staff of the Moses Lake School District. This is Dr. Joshua Meek, superintendent, and we are ready to go and get started on an amazing school year. But unfortunately, air quality had a slightly different plan for us for Monday, and maybe even taking us into later parts of the week. All of that aside, Monday will be a little bit bumpy and even somewhat confusing, but we have to recognize what's out of our control and what's worth fretting about. I often feel a little bit guilty for being put off by bad air quality and the impacts it has on my life. When not too far away, there are people losing their homes, businesses, farms, and more. It helps me kind of keep my problems in perspective of a slight interruption to a Monday schedule. Since my last episode, we've had a chance to complete our conferences and make great connections with kids and families. And like many of you, I'm not sleeping very well, my mind is racing, and the pressure's high. It may feel like all of this is too much. But just when I feel that way, I've seen with my own eyes the actions of many people telling me, all is right. I know all is right because I know we have the expertise to do whatever is needed. When I think about this, I can't help but remember a really bad movie from the 80s, Airplane. In that movie, there's a classic line when the flight crew announces, there's no reason to be alarmed, and we hope you'll enjoy the rest of your flight. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? I'm thankful that while we, while we, we may feel like we aren't prepared to fly the plane, we are. In a recent session, Chris Kombach used the example that challenged the notion of us building the plane in flight. That's not what we're doing. We've flown this plane before, many, many times but now it just looks a little different. But what doesn't look different is that good instruction is still good instruction. Relationships and connections still matter. And we are surrounded by many people who complement our weaknesses, challenge us to be better, and have the skills that we may want to develop. I know all is right because we have the right team to get this done. There's a popular quote that reminds us that diamonds are just a piece of coal that did well under pressure. And I know all is well because despite the pressure that surrounds us, it will not break us. I learned early in my career that education and schools are filled with many of us that are perfectionist. Many people in our professional space work very hard to have perfect outcomes, be it the perfect lesson, the perfect concert, the perfect rollout of new curriculum, or the perfect winning season. Many may be even too consumed by that drive for, protect, for, for, for perfection to even recognize it. When we launched TPEP several years ago, despite the guidance to live in basic and think of it as a growth model, many of us were not satisfied unless you were perfectly distinguished. 
With this drive for perfection, we often become our own worst enemies. Our internal voices tell us when we've fallen short, where we could have done better, and how we've let ourselves down. But there has never been a better time to be okay with being less than perfect. The pressure is high and maybe even unmanageable, but let us take comfort in those famous lines from Winnie the Pooh. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. I know all is well, because despite the pressure that surrounds us, it will not break us. I also know all is well, because we know how to rally behind those new to our profession. Never has there been a year when a teacher would be challenged quite like this. But they are here. Our new teachers are eager, and they're ready. Earlier this summer, I had a chance to spend a brief amount of time with some of our new teachers, and I know that they are the best of the best. But they are nervous, overwhelmed, and unsure of what the next several months bring. We also had to call upon some of our staff and put them into classrooms as emergency teachers. These people learned just over a week ago that they would be leading their very own classroom in this crazy time. Not one of these people or our new teachers hired traditionally have even missed a beat. And I, what I know from experience is that when they struggle or fall apart and discover challenges they didn't anticipate, there are hundreds of, of us around them to support them and help carry that burden. My favorite Martin Luther King Jr. quote is that the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. While we all may be struggling with the discomfort of our current day, imagine the pressure on a first-year teacher, an emergency teacher, or the teacher new to our district. But if you're one of those people, we see you, and we won't forget about you. I speak for probably anyone on our team across the district to say, it doesn't matter how busy I am, how stressed I am, or how overloaded I may seem to be. We've got you. We believe in you, and we're glad you're here. This is where you're you belong. Moses Lake is where you belong. I know all is well. I know all is right because I've seen it with our elementary principals. Over the past several months, I've been witness to more collaboration among our elementary principals and administrative interns than I could ever imagine. While each school in our district is unique and has their own needs, this talented group of leaders have found support in each other. They've shared schedules, ideas, feedback, and most important, support to each other. Collectively, they have taken one of the craziest summers of planning for a return to school and their inability to meet in person and turned it into something amazing. In fact, one of the inside laughs with this group is that every meeting Sherry Ward from Park Orchard will tell them, you look good. This meeting has been unofficially renamed the Good Looking Principles Group. I know all is right because in some of the most trying and stressful times, somebody is there for you. I know all is well because we have the resilience to get through absolutely anything. In the popular children's story, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, we see a young man who has just about everything that could, could go wrong happen to him. He wakes up with gum in his hair, trips on a skateboard, has to go to the dentist and have a cavity filled, and ends the day with lima beans for dinner. Alexander has that terrible, 
horrible, no good, very bad day. Things are so bad that he just wants to move to Australia. For some, we may be able to relate to that, and our days recently have fit that same description. But just like Alexander's mother at the end of the story reminds him that some days are just like that, even in Australia. We too are having some of those bad days. I have seen firsthand our counseling team, especially at the middle school and high school, that have had just about every challenge thrown their way. Complex schedules, changing and shifting student options, last minute alterations, staff changes, frustrated students and parents, and very little time to get it done. In that same story of Alexander, he wants a specific pair of shoes, and of course the store is out of them. Again and again, that reminds me of the frustrations related to schedules and class choices. People want something, but that doesn't mean they can get it. There are frustrations with not wanting remote learning the way it looks, not feeling safe to return into person, not having the classes they want or the teacher they want or the period they want. Yes, nothing overall is always the right answer. In these times, our counselors, under incredible pressure and circumstances, get to help navigate that new pair of shoes for each and every student. Thank you, counselors, for seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and knowing that just like Alexander's mom told us, only some days are bad. Better days are definitely coming. But even in those bad, horrible, no good, terrible days, thank you for making it better. I know all is well because we have the resilience to get through anything. I know all is well because I've seen how we handle discomfort. Brene Brown uses the phrase, embrace the suck. And while that may sound a little bit negative, let me explain. This week I had an opportunity to spend some time with several different groups of our staff that are working in our full remote options. From our elementary remote teachers, to our new MLSD digital staff, to the staff that's been there, and the staff that will be working with kids at all grade levels. I have been nothing but impressed. I say firsthand what it really means to embrace the suck. We have nearly 3,500 students and families that are relying on this talented group of professionals to teach them, grade them, get them scheduled, and do their very best during this time. What impresses me most is how many of these team members embrace their own discomfort, uneasiness, and challenges to be ready and step into that space. They have quickly been getting to work to connect with students, offer support for families, and build the very best. Most of these people are teaching things they may have never taught in an environment that's completely new and to students they've never seen. That is true me meaning of embracing the suck. I know all is well because I've seen how we handle discomfort. I know all is well because we have the courage to step into places we don't want to be. Over the last few weeks, I've seen and heard from many of you who have had to tear apart your classrooms. You've had to get rid of precious furniture that was purchased for enhanced learning. You've had to move classrooms, disassemble learning spaces, and places that you've spent years building, seemingly taking away all of the personal touches that make it special. It is gut-wrenching, and not just for ourselves, but for the kids who will walk day to, into that bare classroom. Classrooms that we have worked diligently for years to make collaborative, interactive, and play and experience space have been turned upside down. And we all know and recognize classrooms with everything six feet apart is not what's best for learning, but it's what we have to do. While our context is different, 
One of my favorite lines from a song is from the Luke Combs song, Six Feet Apart. I miss my mom. I miss my dad. I miss my the road. I miss my band. Given hugs and shaken hands, it's a mystery, I suppose, just how long this thing goes. But there will be crowds and there will be shows and there will be light after dark. Someday, when we aren't six feet apart. Someday, and we don't know when that someday is, we will be back. We will be able to get back to what we know is best and safe, not making that dichotomous decision. These decisions have not been easy for anyone, but the courage you've shown tells me all is well. Join me in looking for opportunities just to see just how all is well. I know without a doubt that you will find just as many examples and experiences to tell you all is well. Thank you. Please join me for the next episode of MLSD version 2.0.